This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. And, uh, oh, Jesus, we're in the last final minutes of this game. Yeah, it's the 93rd, 92nd minute of the game. It's four minutes to go. And uh, we are, um, it's nil all. Brentford playing Derby. After the Newcastle, uh, they, they turned us over, but today we kept it a bit tighter. But we have been a little bit sloppy, it has to be said. Second half been better, picked up a bit, but we're still giving the ball away. I don't know whether or not the players are tired. We're talking about, you know, that people like Maxine Collins been climbing the stairs at Newcastle because he looks so knackered and he's uh, he's just giving up sometimes and playing the ball badly and and, and being beaten down that ring. But it's um. It's 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 we're still saying because I know that listen I know that you you reckon that we might actually nick a point here today, don't you? I think we should get even more. To be honest, yeah. sorry, I'm trying to concentrate on what's going on. I, I know you got that thing in my face. Yeah, that's but right. Derby have, uh, the, on the attack. We've got about a minute to go. But we're, we're still we're still thinking that maybe the bees might nick all three points. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they've had seven, eight men behind the ball all evening, all evening. We just haven't been able to break through. Our passing's been sloppy. But we've still been the better side. They've just been a bit tougher. I've got a sneaking feeling if we keep doing this, we plug it for the whole four minutes of injury time, we've got this. It's interesting we played it better, but since, um, since uh, Josh Clark has come on, um, Clark has come on, we've actually looked better, haven't we? We're, yeah, we're uh, jo- jo- Josh and I think McLeod's made a difference too. As we're saying, the ball's coming in the middle area. Like I said, you've got a few seconds, few more seconds to go. Um, but, but bees are still attacking. Oh, Jesus. Oh, listen, you can see. You're catching all the who's and the odds and the final minutes here. Listen. Yeah, we must be in the last minute here as well. We're just saying. At the end of the day, like I said, Brentford came up here. Slightly different team. We've got Saunders in the midfield, which confused a lot of people as well. Not that confused, because good, good player Saunders. But we said that, you know, we thought that... Um, Alan McCormack might have been there, but he wasn't even on the bench, so we presume that he must be injured today. As the crowd is singing here, back end of the game. Yeah, singing here, back end of the game, and we've got Bentley picking up the ball. 
must be only seconds here to go now, and the bees are absolutely and totally going for going for a, going for a, going for a point. Going for a point in this match, but game today. Listen, are you? You I mean? It looks like we're going to get a point here today. But we don't want to count our chickens or anything. Like that disappointed? Uh, I think disappointed with not taking three points after the, the way the game's gone, especially the second half. I think we've. Uh, We've been more or less all over them in the second half. Um, they've had a couple of good chances, but for us, I think it's been final ball today. We haven't been able to pick out that, that final ball. Um, if we've been able to find that, we could have given Hogan a couple of chances and he could have stuck one away like he usually does. So a bit disappointed, I'd say. Final whistle, Final whistle, nil all. Um, it's interesting, Derby, to me, they played a bit like an away team as well, no, exactly. didn't they? No, they, they, they were sitting back quite a lot, especially in the first half. Normally you'd expect them to come out and attack, but uh, no, they were sitting back quite a lot. So like you say, yeah, playing like an away side. So a bit of a strange game. Super Brentford, Super Brentford FC. Point for the Bees. At the end of the day, you think that, are you happy with that? Um, yeah, yeah, I'm happy with that, I'll take it. Uh, Dave was just saying we couldn't get any final balls in. I agree with that. Uh, I think we defended really well. Um, we came out second half a little bit better. I thought McLeod played really well when he came on, uh, but yeah, we just needed a final ball. I think I, don't, I didn't like Sawyer's too much. I think he could have uh, gone up a little bit more. He's I mean, there was a lot of sloppiness going on our side. Do you think that they were tired, or, or, or was it that just Derby closed us down so much? Yeah, and forced us to make mistakes. Yeah, no, I think I, Derby were closing down pretty well. Yeah, but I think uh, it was it was the final ball. We'd, we'd, we'd get really well up to up to what, what, where we usually need in a, a last pass, really, and then it was wasn't there. So. Listen, but we still go, I'm getting a point away from Derby. We'd have taken that a couple of years ago. I'll take it, I'll take it today, really, yeah. Listen, final whistle here. As you see, the players are coming over to the Brentford fans here as well. Taking, taking the applause at the end of the day. The one thing you have to say, defensively, we look pretty solid though, don't we? Yeah, well, we looked, we looked a lot better second half. Um, first half, you know, I think Colin looked a bit shaky at right back. But you know, I think in the end, fair result. You know, we could have, we, we could have, we had a couple of chances where we could have scored. But you know, coming here, a nil-nil is a good result, and take it back to London and on to the next game. We'll see you on, 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 on Saturday. Um, I mean, I'll say that. As I say defensively, we've been, you know, over the over the past few weeks we have been. I mean, we're talking about Colin and a few. Colin was just looking. We thought he looked a bit tired. Didn't you think so? I, I don't know. I think first half, I think, Anya had him, you know, left right and centre I think he made him dance around he wasn't the best first off um, sadly there's not many replacements in defensively at the moment we've got a couple of injury, injuries and you know Dean was suspended tonight but um, overall you know good nil-nil as I said could have went either way really but yeah we'll take it and on to Saturday against Barnsley wicked wicked right see you on Saturday see you on Saturday match today so listen nil all to the bees nil all to the bees you know that means we won that match you know nil all the game today um, how did you see this one well it's one we could have taken all three points I'm pleased with the result um, I thought Barbe and Sawyers had an absolutely brilliant game absolutely brilliant and what was interesting our stars didn't quite turn out today but when we've got the depth with players like that behind us we're going to go places I'm really pumped by that game it's interesting because I mean you're the most pumped person I've seen for that game which is which is positive I mean, it was interesting because if the coaching staff listen to you, they think, oh, this is interesting. This fan was very excited. Whereas a lot of people were actually a little bit disappointed. They thought the bees were a little bit sloppy. They thought, in parts of defence and stuff like that, you know, Derby had the better of us, but they didn't have the, 
they didn't have the finishing touches though, though Derby, did they? No, no, they're, they're not as good a footballing side. Yeah, you're right. I mean, as I said earlier, kind of people like Woodsy and maybe Hogan didn't have their best games. You know, if you like, there are stars. But, you know, for me, Barbe and Sawyer's playing so well is a real bonus because it looks like we've got a whole team out there that can really blend together and really deliver. What do you think of Derby? Um, I think they're dull, you know, and they're nervous and they don't look like they know what they're doing. They've got poor touches. I mean, they've obviously got some great players in the squad, but I think they're mid-table at best. We, really, we should have taken all three points, but given the Newcastle result, I'll settle, settle with a draw and a clean sheet. Well, it's interesting as well because Derby out here, to be fair, they've got three points on Saturday. They've got a point today and maybe McLaren's coming in. He says, I've got to steady the ship. So that's why he put, right, let's put six or seven men behind the ball at all times. And they were not very adventurous and they kind of like thought, if we can nick the point, we, we can do. But it was almost like they were happy with the point as well. Yeah, I think at the end of the day they were, and especially happy with the clean sheet because their morale's rock bottom. But if you look at their budget and you look at their squad, they should be massively better than this. So Derby fans in the house, nil all. And at the end of the day, new manager come in, he's unbeaten. He must be God to you at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. <laughs> he's, uh, he's better than, um, I think he's better than Pearson. I mean, you're saying that like that, that, that's not going to take much. Is that what you're trying to in indicate? Yeah, pretty. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, I mean, the game today, today, were you pleased the way it went? I mean, Derby, to me, they looked like they were setting up sort of for a draw. And if you could nick a goal, you could do. Uh, point's a point. So, yeah. I think. I mean, you're happy. I mean, you're happy with the way that you played them. I mean, is, is it different to have you been playing over the last think, couple of I weeks? Think, I think the midfield's a bit all over the place. And I think there's still a few bits of sorting out that needs to be done. But I think it will come in the next few games. Well, what is it? I mean, is it? Because not be funny. I've looked at it. You've got players in that side over there a couple of seasons ago that just missed out the players. You've got players like Ince, you know, you've got Bent that's come off the bench. You've got Vidra up front. So it's not as if you ain't got a shortage of quality out there. What, what do you think it is? I have no idea. I just think they need to. Uh... I just think they need to get it together a little bit. Do you think, I mean, McLaren's in there and he's got his man, Chrissy Powell, who's a top guy, Chris, as well, and he's up there sort of kind of, mm. seems to be he's the man to keep the team together, do the coaching stuff. Do you think that they've got the right combination? Because before I heard there might have been a bit of a sort of dressing room malarkey, that kind of sort of, you know, split the player, I don't I know. Some of the problems that they were having with Pearson was that the players didn't want to play for him. And that's why, that's why everything happened. Like the, the whole speculation with the players, in the manager not getting on so but, but what do you think I mean I'm not being funny I saw it on the TV when they were interviewing Ben and the news came in that um, that McLaren was coming back to Derby but, but he kind of sort of walked out on you sort of to, to Newcastle didn't he in a way I mean he kind of just lost he, he lost his way at the end yeah. of the season you thought well, that it's he's almost, it's almost like uh, it's almost like giving your ex-girlfriend a chance another yeah. chance yeah, yeah so we'll just have to see how it goes so it looks like you're very happy to give your ex-girlfriend a chance are you <laughs> Well, to be fair, I was always happy with the football we played under well, McLaren. I mean, the, but the girlfriend we left her for were no good. No good at all. It was, uh, yeah, I think, I think it will come eventually. Right, yeah. Nice one. Well, good luck to you anyway. Thank you very much. It's the long walk out of the industrial park. If you like, you're watching football in industrial parks. and This one is for you. Some people say they like the stadium. They think the stadium looks cool, but there's still something... Unviable about a stadium in an industrial park miles from anywhere but maybe I've just been a bit old fashioned liking stadiums in the middle of the city like Newcastle right smack bang in the middle 
vibe, community and everything like that. Great people around, chatting to you and uh, just making you feel really welcome. But um, that game, I don't even know. I, I don't actually feel that disappointed, as I say, as I walk away. You've thought about it. Sort of the game's been over for about 10, 15 minutes now. I don't actually feel that disappointed. We could have nicked it, but we didn't quite nick it. And um, it's just one of those games, wasn't it? Yeah, I think before the game, we'd all you know, we said on the way out we'd probably settle for a draw, but it was an open game end-to-end. Lots of mistakes on both teams, lots of giving the ball away, but we certainly had the chances to nick it, particularly towards the end, and I think Ed Hogan not been carrying a knock. Um, he would have made a few of those runs and got to the end of a couple of clocks, cross-come shots, but yeah, you can't be disappointed. It's a point. We needed it after Saturday. We needed a fairly strong performance, and, a, and we needed a result of sorts. So I think we'd take that without being too unhappy. And, and Clark is then, it's interesting because obviously maybe it's good tactically where Smith set up his team in a particular way and we didn't go behind in the first half. We still basically didn't let in a goal in the second half and then sort of halfway through the second half we switched it up a little bit, bought on Clark and bought on Hogan and we started to look a bit more dominant, but dynamic, didn't we? Yeah, I think Clark, you know, he can run up people. I think the rest of the team were tiring around him, which didn't help when he came on. And you know, Hogan wasn't quite his full strength when Clark started making those runs, I think. Um, yeah, my only concern I have is still not sure what the best team is, particularly across the midfield. Um, you know, some of those defensive changes were in force with Harley being suspended. Uh, but I think the midfield, it's kind of there's too many swapping ins and outs and different type of players coming on and off. And I think sometimes it's hard to see exactly what the tactics are. And you, know, you see some of the players seem to get a little bit confused with that sometimes as well. Listen. We're looking in. I say, I say, we're looking in good shape at the moment. Now, you know, we're still in. From what I can gather, around about eighth place now. Um, depending on what the Reading score, I know Chris, um, Aston Villa were beating them two-one last time we saw whether or not they're going to equalise or not. So, so we're still eighth place, which might be two or three points, maybe or four points off the playoffs. It's not a bad position to be in, is it? That's a good position. I think it's exactly where we thought we'd be, and I think it's exactly where we deserve to be. Um, if we can kick on and improve and. You know, get a little bit more consistency and probably pick up on the away form a bit, then you know, we're where we hope to be, really, on all, you know, around the playoffs. And eighth place this part of the season, a couple of massive local derbies coming up just around the corner. You know, get through those and still be in a similar sort of position, and I think we'll be looking good for the second half of the season. So, end of the match, back in the pub, sitting down here chilling, a couple of pints of, well, you know, lager and bitter and all sorts of stuff, just to take in that match. Um, and some, areas of, some people are cool with the point, some people are slightly disappointed because a lot of Beast fans think we could have nicked it. I'm quite happy with the point, uh, you know, at the end of the, the day really. But I think with a bit more ambition we could have taken all three. The ref gives the penalty, which was blatant and, you know, the linesman and the ref both bottled it. Then, you know, then we'd have gone on to maybe get, get one or two more. Um, I thought they looked shaky, Derby, and they were there for the taking. But we, you know, it's a good, solid performance. Good, and, you know, with the fact that we're a little bit disappointed after coming to Derby and taking a point and for spells outplaying them, it's a good sign. It's interesting you say with a bit more ambition. So are you saying that we actually didn't really go for it? Did we hold back? Were we sort of kind of going for the point? I think given the, the personnel that he's got available at the moment... Um, you know, you have to cut your cloth, don't you? We've got very little options up front, really, to support Scott Hogan, um, who looked isolated for long spells. Maybe if we'd gone gone to two up top, 
you know, it might have been a different story, but then you might have lost it. So, you know, that's why I'm not a football manager. <laughs> so, so, I mean, we're talking about Derby. I mean, I know that you live in this part of the world, so you know a lot about Derby and the Midlands and uh, and their, their fans, their team. And I think you're other half's even a Derby fan from what I can remember as well. So you probably get it quite a lot at the weekends. I thought they played a little bit, and this is me personally, like the away team here. They were just sitting there soaking it up and not that ambitious. They're, trying to hit us on the break I thought I thought Brentford sort of I thought yeah you might have a point both sides played like they were playing away from home we, we were away from yeah. home so that's fair enough second half Brentford showed a little bit more ambition I thought in the first half the, some of the ball retention was pretty sloppy um, second half it was a lot better and we looked a lot more effective because of it um, but you know it's, it, at the end of the day it's a good point you know when we're still eighth um, and we are I was just saying to, to my lads, you know, we are now a sort of steady championship side. And, you, you know, if you said that to me four years ago, I'd have bitten your hand off. I'm just looking forward to Saturday. We've got to be a bit careful because Barnsley, they, they know to be, how to put the ball in the back of the net. I mean, they lost today to Newcastle, but they know how to put the ball in the back of the net, don't they? Well, there's no easy games, are there? You know, and it's, you know, you know what Brentford are like. It's, uh, everyone turns up thinking, oh, yeah, Barnsley, you know, three points. doesn't work like that. You've got, to, you've got to earn the right and at the moment we've got a few few little niggles by the looks of it probably Hogan will be nursing something after today but then you've got Ali Dean to come back in and defensively again we were all saying we do look quite solid at the moment and that's good and you've got good sort of uh, resilience in there with Yaron Barbe and people like that able to come in do a job so looking good I'm quite quite happy really and I won't get aggro from the wife either well, I, I, feel, I feel happy for you then. Nice one. Cheers, mate. So all aboard the Skylark, back to Griffin Park as we're on the way back down the motorway now. So final thoughts on that game? Oh, obviously, I, I thought it was really good, mate, actually. Um, I thought we were going to come here and lose on the way up. Um, I, I could have done without coming today and I wasn't really up for this, but um, I thought Brentford played the better overall. Um, I think the second half, especially, we, we sort of came onto them a bit more. We stopped giving the ball away. We did a lot of that the first half. We were really sloppy. So were they. Um, I, th- I think maybe the conditions were a little bit more difficult than we, we sort of we, you know, we, we sort of saw it from the stands. The rain really lashed down first half. Um, I thought there were good, some good performances. I thought Sawyer's had a better game. I still expect some more from him. Of course, Kai Kai did nothing for me again today um, Hogan run his run his legs off um, without any service he didn't really get a chance he rounded the goalkeeper and put it in the side net in um, it, we should have had a penalty um, and I think if we'd have scored that penalty we'd, we'd have won it Derby had an open goal kind of chance how they missed that I think um, Barbe did brilliantly to get back to put the guy off actually and you see Bentley's reaction um, as he missed it he sort of went over and he, and he grabbed Barbe to thank him so I think um, I think there was some great cover in there although he didn't have a chance he didn't you know he didn't want to get the foot on the ball it would have gone in the net so there's, uh, there's a ball off the line as well wasn't there ball, ball off the line yeah yeah. There, there, it wasn't. There was a game of very few chances but I, I think Brentford came, come away from Derby 
Um, it's, a, it's a place where we, we haven't done very well um, in recent seasons and we didn't look phased at all today. Um, I think we did look phased um, at Newcastle. Um, maybe that's where we're at. Maybe coming to places like Derby now is bread and butter to us. Going to places like Newcastle is still a little bit special. So we've still got a lot of way, little way to evolve. Um, but you know, I've, I think there was. A, I was. I'll tell you what was really impressive tonight. It's Brentford fans. I thought the turnout tonight and the support was exceptional. Um, from most people had at least one night away um, um, on on Saturday, Sunday, or Friday, um, or at the very least they had you know a very long there and back day, and a lot of them were here again tonight, the same faces, it's been a very expensive week for Brentford but I thought the, 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 the travelling numbers it must have been 650, 700 in there tonight, I thought the noise was brilliant um, and we don't need a drum bill, we're Brentford FC, we don't need a drum. We don't need a drum actually we've actually put the drum at the back of the car and we're taking it back, we're going to be pulling it out against Barnsley on Saturday and everyone will hear us beating at the side and we'll probably get beaten if we, we pull the drum out on the terraces. I think maybe we ought to finish the podcast with the we don't need a drum song today as a, as a, as a it's kind of a celebration. Uh, possibly, yeah, we could do that. Actually, we get the guys all sort of uh, kind of tuned up anyway. But this is Besotted Pride of West London podcast. We've got our social on uh, Wednesday the 2nd, uh, a venue in Brentford somewhere. We've got Iger Anderson, we've got Terry Evans, and we have got Marcus Gale, who are going to be there. Bit of a sort of Q&A, bit of a sort of fans chill out, lots of beer, a bit of music, and just basically Brentford fans just hanging out in the pub and just having a bit of a laugh for a few hours. So please go to the besotted.co.uk website and sign up, or go to, well, go to the besotted.co.uk and sign up. That's the best place to go and get hold of us as well. You can also check out our podcast on audioboom.com. Um, channels besotted, and we've got a podcast. Fingers crossed, we'll have one on Thursday morning. Always funny these midweek games. They always thrust throw us into a bit of a tiz because that means it means the podcast recording on Wednesday goes a little bit skew with. But we know that we get people coming and their pitchforks outside our houses if we don't sort of do a podcast on the Thursday. So we're going to try and get one up for you for this Thursday as well. But other than that, we are we've got a point today. We didn't get a point on Saturday, but we got a point today. And uh, this Saturday we've got Barnsley coming up. What we'd like to say is that's the four thousandth. Brentford game on Saturday as well and uh, maybe we run a couple of things in the next couple of days about the 4,000 Brentford game but from what I can remember I think you can still get a cheap ticket if you've got a season ticket holder I think there's uh, tickets for a tenner you go on the website and you can get a ticket for a tenner or a couple of tickets for a tenner so you can bring all your mates down all sorts of people down Brentford's 4,000 game but check us out in the next couple of days we'll be writing up a few things about that but get yourself down and cheer the beads on but as we can say as we're coming out of Derby and uh, we're going to sing We don't need a drum We don't need a drum We're Brentford FC We don't need a drum We don't need a drum the TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.